All right, welcome back to Talk Anything with Cass, and I have a super duper special guest. I know I say that about everybody, but everybody is so special to me. I love them. Um, I've got my friend Beluga, and she is a super good friend of mine from our Fun Installers Network, Um, and she is here with me today. Hi, Beluga. Hi, hi. How are you today? Doing all right. Doing better now that I've had food in my stomach. I bet. I wish I could have shared that chocolate cake with you. I know. I should have given you a Danny's piece. I know. (laughs) Been like, sorry, Danny. (laughs) But you're just too far away. Too far away, yeah. Hmm. So, um, you have a couple of things going on. A couple of stream things going on. Tell us about that. All right, stream things. Well, I have technically two Twitch channels. One of them is the Role Players Guild, where we play D and D and other TTRPGs. Um, and the other one is my personal channel that I'll play video games on. Though I'm working more towards doing YouTube videos than streaming for uh, the video games. Nice. That sounds like fun. Yeah, uh, but my schedule is really busy, so I have to like really manage my time, otherwise I get burnt out very easily from everything <laughs> I have going on. I get that. I know. When I first joined the the server, it was, Cass, come do this, come do that, yeah. come do this. And I'm just like, yes to everything. And I had to like slowly trickle down because um, like I created that haunted trailer park wars. Right. And um, so then it was like a weekly thing where like originally I had set it up just as a one shot. And mm-hmm. then next thing I know, it's like a thing. <laughs> like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's become its own entity. And I'm just like, I was not expecting this. So now I have like plots and like storylines that I gotta figure out now and that's awesome yeah so I had to kind of take a break from it though for a little while because we were doing it on three besties and a guestie and I was starting to get my storylines mixed up and so I was like "Uh, I'm gonna take a little break from this and we'll come back to it but yeah it was like with everything with dungeons and pop and then role players and then i ended up quitting my original podcast that i was on um that was free action cry it was just Mm -hmm. there was a lot of different conflicts and so i was like you know what i'm just gonna take a step back from that so yeah at my busiest i was streaming three to four times a week yeah that was i think Shit, I think that's where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah, um, I've cut it back quite a bit, so my Wednesday and Thursday campaign are every other week. Sunday campaign is on hiatus until further notice, and then I have my Saturday night campaign every week. Yeah. And now my uh, free Thursday slot is now going to be taken up by another campaign that I'm running, so... Now, I will still be streaming every Thursday, except it's going to be two different campaigns each week, so wow. I gotta keep track of everything. Yeah. How long have you been doing all of that with, like, the Role Players Guild and all that? Uh, we started it, I th- uh, during pandemic, so probably in 2020, like, end of 2020. Oh, I want to okay. say, like, November-ish. Sure. Wow, that's like a, that's good. That's a good campaign. You know, the, I mean, we, I mean, you you play different things, but like that's a yeah. good like you know like a, lifespan a long track. Yeah, like yeah. that's a, that's a good lifespan for that. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, been a long day. Yeah, it started with just me and my friends here in Jersey, us playing uh, via. Uh, Roll 20 because uh, we couldn't all hang out together because of COVID. Sure. And then um, we finally were able to make it back at the table and play together. So that's what our Sunday stream is, is playing at the table together. Nice. And then some of the, like, I made 
a bunch of friends in the TTRPG community. Mm-hmm. So we started also doing online campaigns on different days. So that's how a lot of our content has gotten created. You know, it started off with just our close net of friends and then it's expanded through the internet. The uh, Thursday campaign has Butters, uh, the new Thursday campaign has Butter and Nick. So. Nice. I get people from all over. And then we have the female, all female one coming up soon. Hopefully. Yeah. That'll probably be more of like a private thing, just us. Yeah, unless we end up wanting to take fine. it. Yeah, unless we end up wanting to take it to podcasting or streaming. But I figure at least to start out with, it's like just a. No, I'm fine. Small, safe. Having to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm just, I was just excited about it because it's like, I, um, I haven't got to play D and D since 3.5, and that was oh. like so hard for me to even just get a group together, you know, because it was mm-hmm. back in the day, and it wasn't as mainstream as as it is now, and so like it was so hard to just get a fucking like a local group together because of course I was so busy all the time, especially in Las Vegas and moving around and everything else because I've lived in ten different states. Oh jeez, so. <laughs> Yeah, it like a lot of my stuff just kind of got lost in translation. So it was just like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'll, I'll get back to it eventually. And then like I started listening to podcasts at work because I was finally able to because career change. And then yeah. I started listening to the D&D podcast and I'm like, oh, man, like. I love this. I, I miss playing. And then um, I got invited to do a podcast playing D&D. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then that began some crazy, I'm going to fucking play everything, apparently. And then create yeah. my own TTRPG. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> that is just the uh, consequences of the fun installers. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, it's such a great community, and we're all so fucking creative and amazing, and, you know, it, it's so great to be able to feed off each other's, career, like, just creative vibes and everything and I actually came up with another game idea the other day that I'm like still kind of like working out like the little kinks in my head first but I'm pretty excited we might have to do like a a little test test game one of these nights Mm -hmm. oh yeah that sounds like a blast yeah I was thinking like no, I don't even want to give any spoilers away. <laughs> like, don't, don't give spoilers, it's fine. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so, do you mind if I ask you what you do for work? Uh, I work in pharmaceuticals. Um, oh, cool. With um, uh, 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 clinical trials, that's the word I was thinking of. Um, but more on the office paper end side not on the like patient side oh, okay that's kind of cool mm-hmm so it's like fully remote and you know it's as you know the people who actually are going to the hospitals and visiting the patients as they get in like paperwork they send it to me to file away stuff like that oh, so yeah I just I just do that everything is like electronic so I have no real need to go in the office I do like I think I've been in the office like three times so far out of the over year I've been working there mm-hmm so th- this was a new career change for me nice what were you doing before uh it's complicated but the simple answer is I was working for a sort of insurance company for people who don't have insurance. <laughs> oh, okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, That's getting awesome. into getting into the whole explanation of it just gets even more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I get it. As long as you did a great job, I believe you. Oh yeah, I did. They were really sad to see me leave, but I I was doing- they needed two people to replace me, and I was clearly not getting paid enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, I get that. I I just had to go where the money was. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, we bought a house. <laughs> nice. And you and Danny, how long have you guys been married? Married? Uh, going on... Hold on. Uh, doing the math. Seven years. Nice. And how long have you guys been together? Uh, 13 years. Oh, wow. Yes. That's amazing. It, that one's easy to track because we got together in 2010. So it's like, okay. Oh, sure. I could just, yeah. I can add from there. But it's like when the wedding year was a little bit of a weird year, that's when like the wheels start turning to do the math of how long we've been. Sure. Married yeah. I um I was pregnant with my son at that time. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So like what got it what got you into like TTRPGing? Oh uh, well a friend of a friend <laughs> uh wanted to do wanted to play Pathfinder with a group Pathfinder first edition before second edition even came out this was back in 2014 I want to say um and so you know our friend asked Danny if he wanted to play who asked my friend uh who on my channel is known as Falcon Asked him if he wanted to play, and they just kind of needed another body, so they asked if I wanted to play. I'm like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, if you need another person, sure. Thus, man. <laughs> and so, like, I started. We like started our first session with just making characters, and if you know, well, you know, three point five. So that's very similar to Pathfinder First Edition. Um, it's very numbers crunchy, mm -hmm. and I, I had such a hard time figuring it out. <laughs> right. And my brain was just, like, not functioning. I needed everyone to tell me how to do things and what things do. I couldn't even figure out how to make a character. So... As I started, like, learning some of the, like, mechanics and stuff like that, I started having fun with it. Sure. But, like, I still couldn't, like, figure out certain things, so I, like, I couldn't figure out how to build a character. I couldn't understand point-by system. Mm -hmm. So I started just building characters to learn. And then I started building characters for fun. And then all of a sudden I had a pile of characters and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I need to play all of these. <laughs> um, so that that is how my uh, TTRPG whole thing started. And we played that on and off for about seven years before we decided to get into um, the streaming stuff. Well, the streaming stuff obviously happened because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, um, but we played about seven years with the original group. Uh, me, Danny, and Falcon are really the only, uh, original group members left. Um, the DM is, uh, was busy, uh, with his own life and stuff, and then our other friend moved kind of far away, so... He couldn't play with us as much and didn't really like playing online, so it was the three of us, and then we would just, like, recruit friends as we started campaigns. And then sure. once when we started streaming, well, we were like, well, 5e is clearly the popular one out of all of the uh, systems, so possibly to get a more audience, why don't we try also doing 5e, so... I mean, you know, 5e, you can pick it up pretty fast, so oh, we did. Oh, for sure. And yeah, so we got mixed in with all of that, and then I stopped the Pathfinder campaign that I was originally running on the channel, because out of all of the modules Pathfinder has, it wasn't the greatest one. At least for not sure. for the group we had. It was, like, very... Um, lawful and or good dependent and 
not any many people want to play a lawful and or good character. So. Yeah, everybody wants to play chaotic and chaotic or like true neutral or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it, it just ended up not being fun and expected a lot out of the players that wasn't happening. Sure. Expected them to do certain actions when it's like no one would ever think to do those actions. So we stopped that and then we just stuck with 5E from then on. And now we're getting back into Pathfinder 1st Edition with my new Thursday campaign. I'm going to be running the first adventure path that uh, Pathfinder ever came out with. Oh, cool. Um, One of our friends ran it for us like a while back and we loved it. So I was like, I really want to run this for a group of people. I want someone to experience this for the first time. So that's yeah. how I recruited Butterscotch and Nick. Sure. And then I just like, uh, my friend Falcon is always down to play uh, more campaign. So I recruited him in, even though he's played it before. And then uh, Butterscotch and Nick requested Danny to play, so I'm like, okay, we're bringing him in as well. No problem. (laughs) That's awesome. I have a Pathfinder's uh, Fist of Flowers edition on my Roll20 that I got for free, and I still have to, like, read through it, but that would be really (laughs) Is that for... Is that for... What what edition was that for? Uh, let me look. It might be for second edition, because I don't remember it, but... I haven't gone through all of the modules. Oh, I clicked the wrong thing. And while you're looking that up, I'll say, um, uh, obviously, Monster Hunter I got into with yeah, Adam. Edition, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Which Monster, edition? Yeah. Uh, second edition. Second edition, okay. Yeah. So, sorry. yeah, I, obviously, I got into Monster Hunter with Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, when, like, it was still role players win that he was, like, focusing on that name at the time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he wanted to do the extended universe for his, for the existing campaign that he was in. So yeah, those I are was, so fun. I was one of the first recruits to be in that, uh, in that first spinoff series, so that was yeah. exciting. I know, I loved it. It was so great. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I love my character. I did Prob- too. Pro- <laughs> probably bringing her back every once in a while for uh, the new series we're doing, Magic Initiative, which only got started, then somewhat got disbanded, and now we're going to try and sure. start it back up, at least partially. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping you get it continue as Anna. Yeah, yeah. Um, so pretty much, um, at least me and my friend River are going to try and get it going. If not, at, like keep it going. If not as um, like an actual campaign, we want to do it as a um, uh, like an audio play type thing. I forget what those sure. are called, but yeah. Um, because we already wrote a script for how my character Anna recruited uh, their character Teddy. Cool. So we really, me and them really want to keep it going, so we're going to see if anyone else wants to keep it going, maybe bring in some new people to replace some of the people that are no longer in the group. So here's hoping, but yeah, Anna's fun, and I think I'm... uh, Every once in a while, gonna have Anna take a backseat for Ollie to jump in. Um, I've already talked some uh, reasons why Ollie would be there, since Ollie used to work for Sierra Corp, and this is Oculus. Mm-hmm. And so I already talked to Adam about that, so I think that'll be fun interactions. Sure. And just, you know, fun to switch it up because I miss Ollie so much. <laughs> right. Um, so, like, that's kind of awesome, because, like, me and Nick and, uh, Kimmy are working on, like, let's see, we've got one, two, three, four, five different audio 
dramas that we're working on. They're not really dramas. They're some. They're mostly comedy, but there is one where it does get very like like actiony. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be super fun. We might end up needing like people to come do voices, just saying, and um, oh yeah, kind of get that kicked off and going because there's uh, all these ideas that I've got exploding out of my brain, and <laughs> I've just got to <laughs> write them down so you remember them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we started like a lot of these servers that we have going on because like what I did essentially was I started like a server. And then, like, we have all these tuppers that we have characters that we made. Mm-hmm. And then we basically roleplay as the characters. Um, and then, like, I can actually bring you into one of them. I think you'd really like it. We ha- I had to reset the whole server, but um, just because I fucked up so badly on all the channels <laughs> and everything. But, like, essentially, I'm basically taking, like all the what we come up with and turning it into the script and then like turning it into the show. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was it it's not all my idea. I got a, an idea from a friend of mine, so and then uh I was like, "You know what? That's a, I love to role play and we're doing this." So. Yeah. Yeah. I know quite a few people on the server who would be happy to lend their voices. <laughs> yeah, I have, like, a few that, like, because I have so many characters. I have, like, a hundred and, like, uh, like, seventeen, I think, last I checked. Oh, jeez. Between all the role plays, because, like, I'm also on another role play that we're actually getting ready to turn th- that into an audio drama. It's, like, a horror drama. Oh, wow. um, that I'm part of with a couple of friends of mine and so like we're we just uh, did a bunch of the casting and stuff like that with that um, and so hopefully soon we'll be we'll be recording and releasing those episodes it's gonna be super fun I'm super excited about that so yeah that sounds awesome yeah lots of projects oh I I have an idea about having a lot of projects on your plate. I have for my YouTube channel, you know, I have a lot of games that I want to play for it, and some of the games I want to do, uh, have, like, voices for that, like, don't have voices or only have voices some of the time. So I'm like, I want to bring a bunch of people from the server in to do the voices for the YouTube channel. Sure. So, I have a lot of projects, and I'm like, all of these projects are going to take so long, because every <laughs> game I play has to be long. <laughs> I get it. Yep. <laughs> I get it. I have, like, and a lot of this stuff, I'm actually sending you a thing for it right now. So, I'll kind of go into, like, a little backstory of it. Was yeah. um, So, one day, I... Because... Uh, I had switched from being a chef to being um, building RVs, and one day I got a two and a half inch splinter jammed Oof. into my leg, and they had to cut it out at the oh. urgent care. And um, so Kimmy and Nick were joking that I was Cassie, the legendary Ent Slayer. <laughs> Because I went back to work and didn't have to, you know, like, I didn't have stitches, like, they just cut it out, and, like, it was funny, like, the nurses, like, pulled it out with the the tweezers, and my fiancé goes, oh my god, and I was like, I told you it was huge! (laughs) 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 Freezing! (laughs) I'm just kind of curious... If you don't mind sharing, just morbidly curious how you got the splinter in your leg. Well, so in the RVs that we build, we have like these bedboards and I didn't see the splinter that was like sticking out of the side of the bedboard. And as I was walking around it, it just, it was just perfectly like in the spot where I jammed right into it and 
bam, mm-hmm. right into my leg. And I, I had to that. literally pull down my pants in the middle of the <laughs> RV, in the middle of the plant. I had to break the split rock. This is actually like four inches long. And oh. so I had to like break off what was not like still sticking out. <laughs> and uh, like, I kept working <laughs> like yeah. I legit kept working and then the bell rang like 10 minutes later and uh, I walked out and like Perry could see that my face was I was just like he was like oh fuck and I was like um we might end up having to go to urgent care tonight <laughs> <laughs> like it was thicker than a toothpick and it was about two and a half inches long that they had ended up pulling out of my leg that's insane yeah, it was nuts, and I never ever wanted to. So now, like, whenever I'm like inside the trailers and there's the bedboards in it, I'll take like my driver as I'm walking around it, and I'll run the driver bit along the edge, so that just in case there is a splinter, not only will my driver knock it off, but it's not going to get into anybody else's leg. So yeah. <laughs> Because it's just at the right spot, and so it, they're just horribly roughly made, so. Hey, I get it. Yeah, I try to protect my, my peeps. Don't want to see that happening to anybody else. Yeah, I've had my fair share of injuries, so I I get it. You know, you <laughs> just gotta find, find ways to proof it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I uh, jammed my, well not really jammed, but my driver got slammed into my thumb. Like, Mm. it went all the way through my thumb. Oh! Yeah, I can't feel the tip of my left thumb anymore, because I'm pretty sure it severed, like, all the nerves in that part of my thumb. (laughs) My dad got a fishing hook that went through his thumb, and you could see the tip, like, right, uh like touching his thumbnail yeah like through his thumbnail i'm just like Ugh. yeah and i think now that part is like it's not like fully numb but it's that like tingly feeling yes that's exactly how that yes. feels yep yep and then my like my, my dad he cut half of his finger off when oh. he was like 12 and so now he likes to be a jokester and so he'll like put it up to his nose and he'll wig it around and he can move his forehead really well so it'll <laughs> look like he's actually playing with his like oh, his forehead he just fucks with people it was so funny but his favorite thing because he had no fingernail was mm-hmm. to give wet willies when I was a kid oh, because he oh, knew that he wasn't gonna hurt you as bad without the fingernails. <laughs> I know. That was always the thing. I'm like, Dad, stop. Like, I don't care if it doesn't hurt. That's gross. <laughs> I know. I got him back like 20 years later, though. I sent him a picture of Willie Nelson in the bathtub. <laughs> that was a wet Willie for you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad that my dad has the same sense of humor that I do. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you developed it thanks to him. Oh, yeah. Mostly. And then, of course, working in kitchens for my entire life. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That'll definitely do it. Oh, God. That place. Like, you have to have a sense of humor or you will not make it. Mm Mm-hmm. At all. Yeah, because especially in, like, the restaurant business, like... On busy days, there's high tension and stuff like that. Oh, so if yeah. you don't joke around every once in a while, like yeah, people whew. will be like slitting each other's throats with each other's knives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I worked at a baseball stadium near my house, and like like a minor league type of thing. And um, I worked in concessions, and while I was training to be uh, one of the concessions managers, um, I worked for seven days straight Mm -hmm. with the same two people, and by the end of the week, we're just like... I'm about to fucking kill you. Just give each other space. Just give each (laughs) other space. It, it, it It was just like that. It was just like, okay... We have been here together seven days straight. 
Just got to make it through this last day. <laughs> right? Ugh. Man, and it's like there was one day um, I... <laughs> I'm really glad that I am not the type of person that I used to be. Like, if I, if this had happened to like 18 year old Cassie, I probably would have stabbed this motherfucker right in the eyes. But um, I, I actually walked away from this pretty victorious because um, I was sitting at the at this booth, and um, one of the line cooks who we did not like each other in right. I did not like him because he was a major piece of shit mm -hmm. and he didn't like me because he knew that I could do his job better than him <laughs> both hands tied behind my back and my eyes closed but just because I was a server at that time he thought that he was better than me and um, like was constantly talking shit and just being a fucking dick so I was just like that's fine and then one day I just happened to be sitting at one of the server station or at, behind the server station. He walked in and um, one of the other servers was standing there and Nick, the guy that he was walking with, a different Nick, not the Nick mm -hmm. that we know, yeah. obviously, <laughs> um, he had told the other server, he's like, hey, Cassie and you are going to take this table. It's going to be a 16 top, which means there's going to be 16 people. If right. For the people that have never worked in restaurants, that's what it means. If you ever hear 16 top that's what that means right um so he's like since she's training you you're gonna take that table and the cook literally says this oh cunt sandra oh and i was like did i just fucking hear that right and so i took a minute i went okay i got up and i walked around the, the wall Mm -hmm. And you should have seen all the color drain from his face. And I looked at him, I said, that's Queen Cassandra to you. And I walked <laughs> away. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> and it was really funny because he ended up telling on himself because he knew that if I had said something... And I wasn't going to. I wasn't ever going to say anything. I was going to keep that shit in my back pocket for a rainy fucking day. Mm -hmm. If I ended up needing it at some point, but I probably, chances were, where it's never going to use it. Like, I can handle yeah. myself. I'm a big and girl. He might, and he might forget that he said it at some point, too, so. Yeah, but, I, you know, I'm a big girl. I can handle myself. I wasn't going to yeah. go cry to fucking HR. Like, that's not who mm -hmm. I am. So he ended up going and telling on himself. And I was just like, wow, dude, like you're you're a bigger pussy than I actually thought you were. <laughs> and then the chef that was working there was just like, oh, that's okay. And I was just like, I was more mad at the chef because he was just like, oh, that's okay. Wait a second. So, like, if that was, like, your daughter or your wife or your mother that he would have said that about, it would have been just fine. Yeah. Like, that's okay. <sighs> and then it was kind of funny because I got the chance. So, like, later on, I want to say it was about a year, I want to say about two years later, uh, guess who got some power of the hiring <laughs> process? Yeah, that oh, was me. snap. Um, and he lost his job, his cushy job at that country club that he was making $100,000 a year, which he was ain't shit. He ain't shit. Like, he was <laughs> not a fucking chef, you guys. The only reason why he even got that fucking job was because his wife was a member, okay? This oh, motherfucker gosh. did not have a motherfucking cook, okay? Anyways, so... Um, I get an email from one of the ladies uh, who works the banquets and stuff, and it was like, so I have this applicant, this applicant, and this one. Okay. Mind you, I'm the fucking manager of the, the hotel restaurant. Okay. I am I am the executive pastry, or no, no sorry, the executive food and beverage director. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore I foresee the entire everything of food and beverage right. restaurants, uh, banquets, um, the room service, everything. Mm -hmm. So, um, I get an email about a chef that 
was going to be an event chef. And then I see the name and I went, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Not today, sir. Not today. And I said, you can put that one on the denied pile. Thank you very much. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, man. It was kind of funny. But it's like you could tell him who told him no (laughs) exactly it was kind of funny too because like i want to say it was about a month later and i had catered this huge 400 person fucking event for like i think it was like the trump election or something like that it was something that had to do with trump i don't remember what it was yeah and of course i'm in south dakota and so that just speaks for itself and so they had this they had all these rich people that bought the banquet room and i had to cater this huge event that was like a red white and blue event and whatever so uh guess who showed up oh no as a guest (laughs) and I was just kind of like this is kind of poetic justice (laughs) I was like yeah you know I'm managing and everything I have my name tag and everything and I was like I cooked all this food and it was just kind of like boom in your face (laughs) you remember how you wanted to get that one job I'm the one who denied you (laughs) Mm -hmm. and why oh cause you ain't shit I know your skills, dude. (laughs) I'm not gonna have a useless piece of shit on my team. (laughs) Yeah, like, for fucking real, coked out, drunk motherfucker. No, thank you. I'm fine. Yikes. Yeah, for somebody who, like, ran a fucking restaurant at a country club and was getting paid as much as he was, he was there probably, I want to say, like, four hours, like, maybe every other day like you would I, I hardly ever saw that guy okay like, so he took wow. advantage of it like full oh, 100%. advantage of it 100% like I barely saw that motherfucker there like, what are you doing it figure. and I could have done his job way better than he could any day totes anyway so that's my funny story about that kind of bullshit. Yep. Nepotism at its finest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely you definitely get your fair share of it. (laughs) I do have to admit, though, that was a really good fucking comeback to that, whereas somebody else would have just probably walked straight up and kicked him in the fucking nuts. (laughs) That's Queen Cassandra to you, motherfucker. Recognize. I think one thing that would have been funny is if you did hire him and he had to report to you. Oh, yeah, I guess that would have been even funnier. But denying him was still a great power move. And just, like, either way you go about it, it's just great. Both both scenarios were were would have been yeah. satisfactory be, but i guess like me denying was even better because i wasn't there much longer after that because mm-hmm. i ended up moving to washington right and so yeah and this way you didn't have to put up with his crap either or his like oh yeah crappy work ethic yeah because i would have ended up having to do his job anyways so mm-hmm. it's fine and live hospitality would have not have been happy with him anyways. Like I did them a fucking favor. You're fucking. They would have just like kicked him out. Oh yeah, hardcore. You saved them. <laughs> I really did. They treated me like shit. Oh man, that was like the worst fucking experience I ever had. Like ever working for a hotel restaurant, hotel slash mm-hmm. whatever. Like ugh. I had, I've worked in so many hotels and so many restaurants in so many different states, especially in Las Vegas. Like, I've worked all over Las Vegas. But that was the absolute worst fucking hotel that I ever worked for in my entire life. And it was just a lot of uh, major nepotism going on. Like, huge. Mm -hmm. Like, they fired my GM, who I followed 
to many different places just because he was literally the best boss I've ever fucking had. Yeah. Simply to give it to like the, I think it was like the owner's nephew or something like that who never ever ran a hotel in his entire life and had been working for Wells Fargo for like the last 30 fucking years. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? So that was like the first like real kind of like wow fuck you and then they had me do the menu for the grand opening Mm -hmm. and then they were like well we want it to be fancier because they had already okay already before the grand opening they already had me cutting my employees as hours we were full no our fucking hotel was full we had over 400 people in our hotel And they wanted me to cut my hours. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. That was a first red flag for me. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it's like, then then you're going to have to deal with the problem. Like, Exactly. I have to pick up those hours. And mind you, I'm a single mom at this point. And Mm -hmm. I did not have anyone to help me. Um, At that point, COVID was still going. So, like, finding a fucking babysitter was absolutely ridiculous. They still had Sturgis. I was in Rapid City, South Dakota. So, like right in the hub of fucking Sturgis. Like we're only 35 minutes away, 45 minutes Mm -hmm. away from Sturgis. And so everybody stays in rapid city because it's cheaper, which is really actually not because it was like, like $600 a night to stay in rapid city and a hotel room during Sturgis guys. It's fucking stupid. Like, I'm just saying, like, Sturgis lasts for, like, four months at this point. Like, the only thing that you're really paying for is, like, the concerts. And that's because you get them for free. And that's what you're paying for is the 600. Like, that's all that it's going for. So quote, unquote, free. (laughs) Yeah, quote, unquote, free. Like, they don't have those big name bands there for free for nothing Mm -hmm. um because i think i know for sure like just a hotel room in sturgis like i think it's like twelve hundred dollars a night and then just to get a campground site for i think a week is like three hundred dollars just to get a spot for a tent you guys come the fuck on so um anyways they had yeah they had the the hotel full they wanted me to cut the fucking hours They wanted me to do the menu, so I was thinking to myself, okay, well, they're already having me cut my employees' hours, so I'm going to go based off of the menu that we already have, you know, try to base my menu off of this Mm -hmm. so that I don't have to buy extra ingredients that I know that are expensive. Yeah. I've done this a really long time, you guys. I know... Anyways, so I get the the menu done, and they're like, we want it to be fancier. Mm -mm. I'll put some garnish on it. Right. So I I went fancier. Oh, I went all fancy, like fucking silver platters, sniffing your own farts, fucking fancy, right? They ended up... They ended up basically taking stuff off the fucking menu and putting it on a stick. What? Yeah, they took like our set or our three grilled cheese or three cheese grilled cheese sandwich, cut it into small triangle bite sizes, which I had to do, by the way. Um, Uh, I had to make like, I think, 400 of them or something like that. It was like close to 450 um and put them on a stick and then put tomato soup in a shot glass that was their idea of fancy like shoot me in the fucking face right you can't see me right now but i'm pinching the bridge of my nose (laughs) yeah like legit that was me And so I was like, okay, 
don't ask me to do a motherfucking recipe, like a, another menu. Like, don't ask me for anything else. Like, you have to pay for all of the ingredients I just fucking bought now. Thanks. Yep. So that don't was look fun. at that. Don't look at that receipt and complain. Yeah, <laughs> because you said you wanted fancy, mm -hmm. so I went fancy. <laughs> Oh, it was just like banging my head against the fucking wall all the time. And like, I, I was like, I know how to run my goddamn restaurant. Like, I know what I'm fucking doing. Will you please just let me do it? Yeah. And it just, it was so annoying. So that's where I kind of lost my taste for the restaurants. And then my boss that I, that ended up getting fired because uh, to, you know, be replaced. Mm -hmm. He had a nephew in, in Washington who owns a pot farm. And okay. he's like, Unk, come out and, you know, grow with me. It's like a, he ha already had like a multi-million dollar company with him and his buddy. Okay. And so they were like, you need to come out here. Da, 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 da. It's going to be so great. So I do. I pack up my entire life mm -hmm. and my kid and I ended up leaving my kid with my parents for like six months just so that I could get out there and get established and everything because that was a long way right and um, I ended up getting fired like three months into it because I was getting bullied by these little 20 somethings and I was like, okay. Luckily enough, my best friend, she lives here in Oregon. And so she was like, well, I can get you a job here. And, you know, you can stay at my place and, you know, figure out what you, you know, your own place and everything else. And then like two weeks later, I met my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I met him before, but it was like, I really got his attention at that point. So, yeah. cause I had been poking at him for like two weeks. <laughs> Can I borrow your pen? No. <laughs> my mind is still short circuiting on the being bullied by some 20 somethings at this pot farm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, they would play the same song over and over again, like 13 to 18 times in a row. Like, oh. not even a good song. Like, the it was um, the worst one was WAP by Cardi B. Oh. Okay. I legit felt like I needed to be drowned in bleach. Um, <laughs> and then the other one was the Sheryl Crow Kid Rock song. And I fucking don't like Kid Rock because I met him when I was in Las Vegas. I didn't mm -hmm. like him before, but after I met him, I really didn't like him because he was a real asshole. Great. Um, so, but I did get to hug Pan Anderson, so I guess that's, <laughs> that's the plus side on that one. <laughs> but, um... So anyways, I'm a metalhead, and both of those songs are like nails on a chalkboard to me, so it's just like, cool, cool. And then like, they ended up getting to the point where like, they would sneak out like for break so that I wouldn't go with them because they invited me to go with them. And then next thing I know, like they're like sneaking out to go without me. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I didn't, what the fuck did I do? Seriously. And, um, then the one chick was having a new year's party and was inviting everyone around me, but me wow. like in front of me, in front of me, like not just like, you know, like, walking up and being like, hey, you know, like, a few feet away from me, like, legit right in front of me. Did your, like, boss that you came there with, like, even realize this was going on? Yeah, I told him, and he was like, you need to say something, and so I did, and then I got fired. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, I was like, cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> but it's okay, because then I met Perry, and now we're fine. I'm exactly where Perfect. I need to be. Happy ending. <laughs> yes. It was a fucking nightmare to get here, but you know what? I'm here, so. Yes. 
We all have to have our worst jobs. Yes, lots of trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. Um, So are we ready for a tower reading? Sure thing. Though the one that you did beforehand kind of scared me a little bit, so uh, a little Mm. afraid of what this one's going to be. Well, it's um, same cards. I just oh, didn't okay. really tell you the details. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I'm, give it to me. Fortunately, you have a deceiver in your midst. Hmm. I don't know who it could be, um, but they are definitely doing something kinky in the background um so i would keep an eye on just kind of anyone that you kind of have just a weird feeling about maybe um and it's something that you feel like it's not like a long-term thing so like there's like the already friendship's s- not a long-term thing? Yeah, or some like there's something I'm not saying the friendship, I'm saying like there's somebody or some somebody. There's somebody, I don't know if it's a friendship or if it's just somebody that you work with or something. But there mm-hmm. is somebody around you that is deceiving you. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody that you already feel like that's not there's no real long-term value to it. Oh, okay to that relationship yeah so you already have like a distinct feeling that there's something going on behind the scenes with this person and this is just kind of like a little confirmation that you know whoever it is it you you already kind of had a feeling that there wasn't gonna last for very long um however you do have you know the lover's card which is um obviously someone that you uh love and believe that the force of love is the root of all things and as long as you have each other you will be able to conquer fucking anything which i Mm -hmm. absolutely believe in that too and um so what your solution card also is um to kind of go back to like your nostalgia roots, go back to the past, um, find your inner child. Um, there's some sort of innocence that you need to find that can kind of help you open your mind to kind of figure out who or what to do about the situation. So hopefully, I mean, it, it sucks that there's somebody that's deceiving you that's around you, but at least there's a solution to it. Mm-hmm. And there's good. They're, I mean, obviously you're smart enough to be able to not be completely fucked over by this person. Right. So um, as long as you've got Danny, I think you'd be okay. Yeah, absolutely. We are a team. I'm just trying to think who this fucking deceiver is now. Yeah, I mean, and they might not even have showed their colors yet. Um, But they definitely have you fooled, is all I can say. You know who it is? It's that butterscotch. (laughs) You think so? Yes, it's that butterscotch... She thinks just because we met in person and that she's being <laughs> nice to me now. That you're BFFs? Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I think I'd believe her on that one. She's pretty fucking awesome. I'm keeping my eye on her. This is why you're my favorite <laughs> twin. I'm keeping my okay. eye on her. All right. I'll, I'll keep that a secret just for you. <laughs> Until my episode airs. Until the episode airs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get like a random message from her going, What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I really am jealous that you got to hug her before me. I am sorry about that. (laughs) I had nothing to do with this. Just remember that. (laughs) No, I know. It took me so much because, like, I was trying to, like, not post anything because I'm really bad. Like, I love surprises, but I'm also really bad about spilling the beans because I get really fucking excited about surprises. Like, you know, (laughs) meanwhile, I'm there. I'm like, okay, what could it be? What could it be? Let's see. I'm going through my list of things that it could be. Dan, Dan, can you give me a hint? (laughs) And I'm like, the night before, I'm like messaging Kimmy about it, saying Uh like, like, could it be this? Like, you know, like we're (laughs) trying to like play through ideas. Meanwhile, (laughs) she was deceiving me. (laughs) (laughs) and then i find out like the next day when we're all hanging out she's like yeah while i was talking to you i was messaging cass and nick about it (laughs) i'm just like gosh darn it (laughs) i was like so excited i was i was waiting for pictures and i was like you better get a video of her reaction because like the reactions for me are the best part I, and that's the part I don't want videotaped the most. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I get like all embarrassed and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want you to see. <laughs> but meanwhile, I see the video that she took and like, she's not even pointing it at me. I know. Like, I was like, nice face filming, Mimi. It's <laughs> <laughs> like pointing off to the side. I'm like, well, she at least didn't get my face reaction. <laughs> I love I love the excuse me can I hug your husband that was like amazing I'm just like what's going on like what (laughs) I'm like I'm like are they talking to me like what (laughs) I I thought it was even funnier that Kimmy got a Kimmy and Adam got a oh Adam Kimmy (laughs) it was just like you know like Oh my god, it's Adam! Wait, and there's Kimmy? (laughs) I would have just fainted. Yeah. (laughs) But fainted into her arms. Yes, absolutely. And then I would have been jealous about that. Oh! The turmoil! (laughs) It's okay, because when we have fun con... Mm-hmm. I'll just be in a full-on Cassie triple-decker, quadruple-decker. I don't yeah. know how many you're deckers gonna, we're going to be. You're just going to be in a pile. Yeah, it's going to be nuts. Yes. Mm-hmm. They, a, you know what? <laughs> Fun con, we need to at least rent a mattress so that you're not, like, you know, stuck on the bottom on, like, a hard surface. You need something yeah. at least soft to be on while we all pile on you. Yes, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told Maybe Adam we'll... I'm just going to hang on him like a spider monkey for like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what we could do? We could get like a pillow slash a blanket fort going on so that you can have your little like cuddle corner. Yeah. I'm down for this. I'll actually like even run out a whole entire hotel room just so that we could do this. I, uh, when we were talking, I told Adam that he needs to rent a tattoo artist for a fun con. <laughs> like just it's happening, baby. Come, just come to the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No it's doubt. Like, you need to get your tattoo. I also want a tattoo, so like another tattoo. So it's like yeah. might as well get it also. while we're all there. Yeah, I'm having some ink withdrawals. It's been a while. Like my last tattoo I got was like my centerpiece for my uh, corset. And I'm like, I just really want to get that done, but I also just want to get this finished. And yeah. I've got all these other works in progress that I just want to finish. I'm like, damn it. Which one do but, I want first? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my last one I think was 2019. Oh, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So nice. It was nice. either 2018 or 2019, but yeah. Oh, no, like, oh. it had to have been. 2018 because I was still at the warehouse then. So, Mm -hmm. nice. So, yeah. I only have have three, but I have plans for more. Nice. But it's like, I don't have them like stylized so that they all fit together. So, I'm like, 
Okay, do I just, like, just throw them anywhere on my body? Like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of how that happened with me. Like, I got one, and then I was like, I'm going to add to it, and then it ended up going in, and then it turned into a new one on a different side, on a different part. And yeah. then I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this sleeve. And then I ended up getting my leg done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, then I'm going to do okay i got this sleeve done okay good okay next <laughs> mine was like i got mine on my like left front hip and so when it came time to get my second one i'm like well i need to get it on my right side so i'm evened out <laughs> and then i, I got my yeah totally you I, have to be even yeah and then i got my third one which i always kind of knew i wanted on my leg so that's where that one ended up. But I'm like, okay, well, now my left leg needs one because, right. you know, I'm uneven again. I know. That's how it happened with me, too. So yeah. I get that. Yeah, every time Although, I get an odd one, I need to get another one in order to even it out. Yeah, like I got one on my hand. I still got to get my other one on my other hand because, you know, I got to be even and yeah. I never got the chance. So. <laughs> Now it's gotta happen. I got my black dahlia flower on my left side. Now I gotta get my snake mouth on my right side. And so mm -hmm. Now it's time. It just it's just gotta happen. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that right, Perry? <laughs> <laughs> he says right. <laughs> yeah. I say he says right. Because <laughs> yeah, he can't hear you. <laughs> we'll just say yes. <laughs> Anyways, so um, I'm super glad that I had you on my show. And I'm super glad we got to hang out without Kimmy saying, get away from my twin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had some good one-on-one -on -one time and I loved it. Mm -hmm. We'll have to do it again soon. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll have you back soon. It'll be a mm -hmm. good time. Maybe we'll have uh, the me, you, and... Uh, the Violex chick oh, yeah. from our D&D game. I really yes, like yes. talking to her. And then we could have like little swapsies with different chicks and have you like a what? full group. I, I, She reminded me a little bit of you and talking. So it's like I could see like a good friendship coming out of that. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of things. Where I was like, me too. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> And then Kimmy finding out the two of them live so close together and all of yeah. that stuff. It's like, yep, That's okay, so I got a good group here. Yeah, you've got a great one. Mm -hmm. um, and then we'll have to have like a full like group chat, like mm -hmm. all female group chat some night. Yeah. That'll be so fun. Yes. I've got so many no shows coming out, the yin-yang coming up, so we'll see how it Plenty goes. Plenty of content. You'll never run out. Yeah. So many wonderful people that we get to hang out with on a daily basis, and I love you all. It's so Yay. great. We love you, too. Aww. Well, make sure you give me all of your Twitch information. I'll make sure to get that into the show notes. And, and thank you so much again for being on my show. I just, of I'm so Of course, excited. darling. <laughs> we'll do it again soon. But yes. Um, as of now, we will say good night, good morning, good afternoon, whatever day, time of day that it is that you're listening to it. It's night for us at the current moment. So we'll say good night for now. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>